You are listening to the Mad Device Rep Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the men and women of the Red Hat Gang, aka the online community of medical device sales reps. I'm your host, the Mad Device Rep. What's up, Red Hat Gang, and welcome to episode five of the Mad Device Rep Podcast. Sorry for the lapse between episodes, but life personally and professionally. It's gotten busy, so first things first, but now we're back at it. Be sure to check out the show notes because I'm going to have some resources in there for you guys from the last couple of episodes. And also, shout out to Mr. Med Device Rep, relatively new to the MedTech meme scene, but he's got some funny stuff. He actually has listed in his bio that he's my former associate, and I can't confirm or deny if that's actually true in real life, but uh, it's absolutely hilarious the first time I saw that. So anyways, go ahead and get on with the episode. So I wanted to follow up. What am I writing an email? Let me try that again. I wanted to revisit a conversation or at least a discussion that we had on my story about marketing and people who are sales reps now that have had marketing experience because it was an interesting, it was an interesting poll. I asked the Red Hat Gang, you know, who among us have had experience in marketing? Did you find it valuable? So what was interesting is that 17% of us, so not a very high percentage, have had some kind of marketing experience somewhere in your med tech careers. And 57% said they did find that marketing experience valuable. So 43% said no. And I'll be honest, I was surprised by that. You know, I'm somebody who has, who has had several different marketing roles in addition to my sales experience. And I didn't love every minute of it. There were certainly roles that were better than others, roles that I learned a lot more in, had better opportunities. And I can't say that I found any of those roles uh, as a non-valuable experience. So I wanted to dig into that a little bit further. So next question was multiple choice saying, okay, if you said no, was it because A, you had bad management, B, you had limited opportunities for meaningful work, C, you just had overall difficulty moving things forward, or D, all of the above? So the most common response was all of the above, and the second most common was bad management. So looking back on those questions, I mean, all of those could have stemmed back from bad management, but it was interesting because marketing in med tech has inherent challenges that marketing in any other industry, at least to my knowledge, is not going to face. You know, maybe pharma, maybe pharma is a better example of something that might be somewhat comparable. But we're, we're talking about like biotech space, right? Because we have the FDA, that regulates everything that we do. And then at the company level, we've got regulatory compliance and legal that are trying to essentially cover our assets from the FDA, make sure that we don't get in trouble, make sure that we're doing things safely and by the regulations, which makes sense, right? You want people going rogue, doing things for the sake of profit that are going to be incredibly dangerous to patients. And we're not going to get into that whole side of the argument, but you, you get my point, right? Like, There's a lot of red tape, and some of that red tape makes sense. But as marketing professionals in med tech, it's a very difficult job. So those who said no, I did not find that experience valuable, makes me wonder, 
you know, truly did they understand the question? Like, not asking, did you enjoy it? I'm asking, did you find it valuable? Because I think about the worst experience I had in marketing, and I won't get into it, no specifics, right? But I still learn things from it. Because if, if you take nothing away from marketing, the one thing you should take away is the ability to influence in the absence of authority. Because you think about like marketing managers. You know, it's a it's a mid-level management role. It's incredibly important because if marketing's done correctly, marketing is truly setting the company up for future success because you're making decisions about product strategy, you know, heavily influence what's going to be added to the bag, what the sales strategy is going to look like, you know, how it's going to be branded or or how you want your customers to perceive you when they think about your product and your brand. So you think about everything marketing does at trade shows, um, collateral, which I'm not a huge fan of using marketing collateral to sell, but it's at least something, you know, to give your customers a visual, but that's a whole nother tangent. But point being is that marketing has an incredibly important role but marketing managers don't always have final decision-making authority over things that go on in their product lines. So you have to align all of these different departments to get onto the same page. Because R&D, they're their own department with their own leadership. Regulatory and compliance, again, own department with their own leadership, their own priorities. Um, And you may have a situation where You've got one of those upstream-downstream splits. For those who aren't familiar, basically upstream focuses on the product development aspect of marketing. Downstream is all things that are customer-facing. And so those two marketing uh, managers and marketing leadership have to work very closely together to make sure that they're aligned. Now, there are other like small to mid-sized companies, maybe even larger companies. I, I don't know if they still do it this way, but had a product manager, where it was one person that did both, which if somebody was good, then it wasn't a bad arrangement because they controlled all of those things instead of having to you know work across a, a completely different team uh, to align priorities, objectives, strategies. So it's basically a long-winded way of explaining that going back to influencing without authority, you have to you have to exhibit tremendous leadership or apply tremendous leadership to get everybody on the same page to move things forward. And that's one of the reasons it's so incredibly difficult to feel like you're being productive in marketing. And sometimes things can just be downright out of your control. And that's where things start to feel helpless because you've got this, this whole sales force counting on you to get them the sales tools that they need, to get them product that they need, Sometimes marketing is involved in demand planning. So when things go on back order, everybody's looking at marketing like, what are you going to do now? Like, where's our product? Like, who's going to help me? Because sales gets that helpless feeling too of being out on that island. So it's marketing's job to help sales or enable the sales force to sell. Now, Omar did a live stream. Omar could for those who aren't familiar. Somebody I had on episode episode three of the podcast. I want to reference something that he said that that resonated very well with me that 
you know, marketing is not a sales service organization, but it's a partnership. So when you're in, you're in a marketing role, is sales support your, your one and only your primary function? It shouldn't be if you're doing marketing correctly, because there is just a whole high level function that you have to really just drive the future of your products um, and sustain your products in addition to supporting the sales force. Because if you're doing all this correctly, the sales force will be supported. You still have to be subject matter experts to be able to answer sales rep questions about your products. Um, But remember, like the one and only function of marketing is not sales support. Um, But there's there's still an element of sales support to marketing. So what's the whole point of this discussion? Like what, what, what am I going to do to land the plane here? Well, a lot of people have asked me DMs, like people who know that I have marketing experience, like, does it make sense for sales reps to have marketing experience? That actually would have been a pretty good question to ask in a poll. And I would say that that entirely depends on what you want out of your career. I don't think that every sales rep should find a marketing management role just for the sake of doing it and adding it to your resume. Not everybody's cut out to be a marketing manager. I mean, that is just an entirely different skill set in several senses uh, versus, you know, purely selling. And if you want to be on the sales track, you want to be a career sales rep, absolutely nothing wrong with that. There are plenty of people who have done it and done it successfully and had a great life and people that are doing it now. And there's plenty of people that have stayed on the sales leadership track People who become sales managers, become you know sales VPs, and so on, and that's perfectly fine too. It all comes down to like, what do you want to do? So reps who go into marketing, what I think that does for them is it gives them a very high level overview of how a company operates. So like, how do products? How do products get developed? Uh, what are those distinct challenges to commercializing, launching a product, bringing it to the market? and supporting a sales force. So for those who have any interest in being an organizational leader, if you want to, you know, run a business unit or or a division or whatever your company calls it, that's a good path. Now, part of that problem is people often can use marketing as a stepping stone. And so what happens is people want to pass through marketing, get the marketing experience, move on. I've seen that more than one company. And so what happens is marketing becomes this revolving door of, of people who are coming in, doing a few projects, and then bailing and leaving all these projects like half completed or barely started or they haven't been seen through. And it's not entirely their fault, right? Like you got to take care of your own career and you've got to be able to figure out, you know, what, how long it makes sense for you to stay in a role and make it clear. Like I can't tell anybody what to do with their own careers, I can just tell you from my own experience and what I've seen. So that that's that's like the catch twenty two of getting of this concept of like getting marketing experience. But for your own career, I think that it really does make you a more well rounded candidate in med tech if you want to move outside of sales at any point. So again, you're gonna get that high level picture of your company and how it operates, but you're also gonna get a higher level picture of the industry. And you're going to interact with a lot more sales reps across the country than you would have if you stay on the sales track, unless you've held multiple roles in different clinical specialties, in different parts of the country, and it can't have that same effect. You know, certainly 
something to be said for gaining diverse experience in med tech. And you got to be careful of spreading yourself too thin and hopping too many jobs. But you see what I'm saying here. So the, the other thing that you can get is if you're in a big company, you're in a marketing role, and you're in a part of the business or a cat product category that you want to go sell in again, you also see the territories around the country. What's good, what's bad, how to evaluate a territory because you can see it from that high level, what's going on. And you can see what reps are doing well, what they're not doing well. And now the reality when you get back into the territory, it may not be quite as easy as you thought it was when you were looking at it from that high level perspective because I've seen that too. Um, But you are just getting a lot more data points of your company, the industry. When you take that in-house marketing role, whether it's upstream, downstream, product management. So that's that's my argument for it. Now, we talked about the challenges. And there are some other challenges of coming from the field and going into marketing, which the biggest elephant in the room is compensation. So if you are a you know top rep, highest performing territory, and you want to go be a product manager or a marketing manager, brand manager, whatever your company calls it, guarantee that comp is not going to be the same. You're going to take a pay cut. So that's where you truly have to evaluate. Where am I in my career? Where am I in my financial position? Where do I want to go? Because you got to think about sales is high risk, high reward. Marketing from a compensation point, that evens out a little bit because you're on salary. There might be some bonus incentives involved, but your motivation is going to be very different. So when you talk about like who qualifies as a good candidate to be in marketing, You really have to be driven by purpose. You can't just be financially driven. And if you're just driven by the prospect of self-promotion, people are going to see right through that. You may do okay. I mean, you may do just fine in your career. But is it good for the company and good for your teammates? I don't think so. You know, that's my own self-righteous moment here. But you also have to be somebody that works well on a team. And it feels like time can move very slowly in marketing because of all of the barriers to getting done what you think needs to get done. And you you have to start to realize that you got to slow it down a little bit. You got to be a little bit more strategic because you can't just operate the same way that you did in your territory. And some of that may just be like how you, like how you, it's the right word, assimilate to the internal culture. Like you can't just go do whatever you want anymore. Like you couldn't sales where you were 100% on your own schedule. You know, now if your company has a, you know, office requirement where you got to come into the office or like a hybrid model, you kind of got to get with the program a little bit with what the team's up to and, and truly be a team player. And again, you truly have to understand what the other priorities of all the different departments that you work with are and have to learn like how to motivate them to work towards the end state that you're looking for. And you also have to be willing to change course if you think that you've got the greatest strategy idea in the world and it turns out that all of the people who've been around longer and and people who kind of understand like the, the reality of all of these processes and who have been through this before, uh, that you, you may have to, you may have to change that desired end state that you thought was so perfect and make compromises. Now, I'm not saying to accept the status quo. Like when people say like, oh, well, this is the way we've always done it. Gosh, I hate that. I hate that so much. 
because it breeds complacency, especially when when you're when you're working with a group that is not necessarily incentivized on performance. This is not a knock to everybody in marketing by any means, but this may be a challenge that you face. Somebody who's been in marketing forever and you know, they've been a marketing manager forever. They haven't quite moved up and they're just getting comfortable. That could be a challenge you face too. Like, how do you motivate those people like to, to think outside the box and truly innovate? When I say innovate, I don't just mean from a product standpoint. I mean from a process standpoint too. There's better ways to create strategies. Are there better ways that you can support the sales force? Are there better ways that you can just even the way that your team functions? Like, do you really need a, you know, does everybody really need three meetings a day to talk about the same thing? It's an exaggerated example, but it does happen where people want to throw meetings on your calendar all the time to discuss everything. Like, how do you make that more efficient? If you're meetings all day, when do you have time to get anything done? So I just want to summarize this by saying that I think marketing is, is great experience for those who feel like it's a good fit for what you want out of your career. I don't think it can ever harm your career as long as you just truly apply yourself and, and perform in that marketing role. Uh, if anybody has questions about that, feel free to DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm, I'm always happy to discuss that. We've had a few of those in the uh, Instagram inbox since, since we ran this poll. But, you know, again, I can't tell anybody what to do in their own careers. I can just talk from experience, what I've learned through having marketing and sales roles and through all these interactions that I get from all of you guys. Then the Red Hat Gang, I love it. It makes me better at what I do. It makes me better at figuring out, like, where are things going in the industry? So it gives me that marketing element that I occasionally miss sometimes. But luckily, this one's within my control. So... With that, I hope that this insight was helpful. I know we're a bit all over the place here, but I feel like it's important to discuss and revisit that conversation and, and talk through it a little bit. So we've got an exciting next guest on the next episode, so be sure you don't miss it. You might recognize him as ortho-opinionated, and I'll leave it at that. So be sure to check the show notes for some resources I have there for you once again. Everybody, hope you have a strong finish to Q3 since we're almost in that last quarter of the year for those who are on the traditional fiscal year. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. Good luck out there. 